Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are back live here on iHeartRadio and also AMFM247.com. Tune in iTunes and Radio Loyalty. We have a tremendous guest with us today. Uh, and uh, she joins us here on our big broadcast. Karen B. Kepler is with us. Partner at me- Puro Connor and Strauss. You can get more information. PuroLaw.com. And uh, she joins us today talking about Rockin' Hall of Famers, David Crosby, selling a music catalog. Why are so many artists, including Dylan Young, Blaywood, doing this? And we've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big program. So, uh, Karen, tell us a little bit about some some of this and, and, and why this is going on. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, the... Uh this is going on for several reasons. One, um, because most of these rock and roll hall of famers, uh, their regular income, which is pretty much derived from touring is gone during the pandemic. Um, and they are looking for some way to convert their, um, illiquid assets into something that's actually going to be providing a stream of income for them. Um, David Crosby, as a matter of fact, was pretty um, honest about it when he said back, I believe in December, when he started looking for um, some some kind of deal on his catalog. He basically said, you know, I'm just like everybody else. I have a family support and a mortgage to pay. Um, so that, that's the first reason. But it's also very, very much tax driven. Um, and it is tax driven. Um, both on the income tax side as well as on the estate tax side. Um, with respect to income tax, the uh, Biden tax proposals are for, uh, are for uh, basically a doubling in the capital gains rate. So if these catalogs are sold now, there are these, these artists are going to be paying half as much capital gains tax as they might be paying a year or two down the line. Um, what people don't seem to realize um, is that music catalogs um, are intellectual property. Intellectual property produces income and in the, in the, the, the income coming out of it is called royalties. But the intellectual property itself is actually capital assets. So in the hands of the creator, um, who basically has zero basis because it costs them nothing they pretty much to to make the music um is looking at a potential capital gains tax on the full value of their catalog absolutely absolutely amazing we've got a a great guest with us today karen b kepler is with us today she joins us live here on our big program and uh (laughs) artists are selling their catalog of intellectual property rights during their uh Lifetime, it's beginning to look like a trend. Bob Dylan, Mick Fleetwood, Neil Young, and now the Beach Boys and David Crosby. It is a great estate planning evaluation of intellectual property rights. As in, in a state is always an issue. So, um, 
Karen are other types of intellectual property governed by the same tax rules? Uh, yes, well, yes and no. I mean, other intellectual property in the form of patents and trademarks and, um, and the copyrights, which is what these these rights are, which would also apply to um, to writers. Um, they are for they are all taxed as capital assets, but the income coming off of them, um, at least with respect to patents, has a a bit of a uh, tax advantage under the code. But the real issue with all of these things, with all of these rights, which very few people are actually talking about, and which you just mentioned, is the value of these assets will be included in an artist's estate at the time of his death. Um, at their full fair market value of that time. And now what is that fair market value uh, at that time? That's a really subjective measurement. It's not like going to the stock market and pulling up a, um, a, a value of a stock on any given day. The estates would have to hire an appraiser, and the appraiser would basically look at the stream of income that came in in the past and they would multiply it by some kind of capitalization rate. And, and that is basically an estimate of what's coming in in the future. The problem with that, and it's something that we've seen really, really clearly with respect to Michael Jackson's estate, Prince's estate, Aretha Franklin's estate, is that the IRS, by the time they look at an estate tax return, it's usually a year or more after somebody died. And therefore, they have the benefit of seeing how much income may have come in after death. They're not supposed to, but they do. And the fact of the matter is uh, somebody like Michael Jackson's estate, um, his intellectual property rights were valued very low on, on his estate tax return because he was not, in very, he was not getting a lot of good publicity at, at the time of his death. But his fame um, skyrocketed after his death. And so the Jackson estate is still in litigation um, with the IRS. Uh, they're fighting over $170 million tax efficiency. The Prince's estate just got a, an assessment of over $34 million. And I understand as early as maybe yesterday or today, the, the Franklin estate finally settled with the service. But what they're, what, they, what these artists are doing for their heirs is they're basically taking away that problem. They're converting something that's hard to value into something that is very easy to value. And so they're potentially avoiding years and years of litigation with the taxing authorities. And they're still creating a stream of income that will be going to their heirs. Best of both worlds. Yes, 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 indeed. It is a tremendous guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, on iHeartRadio Today and AMFM247.com. Karen B. Kepler is with us today. She joins us live. And um, so what can people learn from this estate planning uh, along with what these artists are doing with selling their music catalogs? Well, first of all, a lot of us don't necessarily realize that we actually own some intellectual property. Um, we, we might actually have a website 
Um, and, you know, and that is a, a type of intellectual property in some ways. Um, but it, it also um, lends us to, to realize that planning your estate is essential. Um, if you, you know, you want to make sure that things are going to be as easy as possible for your family or your heirs when you're gone. And so it's really important to see somebody who understands all the little nuances about all different kinds of property and how to properly plan for them. Excellent. Excellent. Well, where do we go for more information online, my friend, and get involved with what you're doing? You can uh, go online to our firm's website, which is P-I-E-R-R-O-L-A-W.com. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for educating us today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you, my friend. There she goes. And uh, we are going to take a brief time out. When we come back, we've got more coming up on the other side. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.